are you a daydreamer? In this week's podcast episode, we look at the importance of making time to daydream. Hi, my name's Kimberly, and I'm founder of Casey Consultancy, which is an international hub for supporting early years teaching, training, and inspiration. With all the work I do, I'm all about empowering early educators to be the very best version of themselves by creating that perfect blend of professional knowledge and development alongside valuing your well-being and self-care. So hello and happy Friday to you. So lovely to be here with this week's podcast episode. So this week's podcast episode will be the last podcast episode that is taken from one of our Instagram daily doses of Huga. And it will look at what it means to be a daydreamer and how we can try and evoke some of that daydreaming into our daily practice as we move forward. So I hope you enjoy, and I would absolutely love to know if you set up a space to daydream within your early years provision. So do get in touch. You can always send me a direct message, or you can tag me in your stories, or use the hashtag who go in the early years. So today's session is going to be a little bit of a roundup really, um, drawing together some of the things that we have been talking about over the last few weeks. You know, teaching, the impact of our work on the children, the way we set up our environment, the way we can lead our lives with joy and more courage and less fear and less anxiety. So we're going to pull all of those threads together really and we're going to use those to help think about our way forward now um, because many of us will be either returning to setting, returning to school, we'll be having more children work with us, we will still have lots of things that we're trying to work through, new situations that we're trying to figure out and we will still be here for one another. Um, but let's, let's end on a high and let's think about what we can do, how we can go into this, this next stage with a really positive mindset. So um, one of the things I want us to do as we think about that return back to our settings and our schools and our work with more children is I want us to do it with courage. Remember, we've talked about this lots. But this is our time to press that reset button on everything that we had been doing in the past. Thinking about what we've learned during lockdown, what we've enjoyed, what moments we have absolutely loved. The things that are important to us, it's definitely made me realise that. And then think about which of these elements you're going to take in to that next stage. And using this time to, as I've said, reset and look forward and use it almost as a fresh start to make those changes that you've always wanted to do. Because what have you got to lose? This is your chance to be more child-led and go with child's interest and fascination. This is your time to do that decluttering in your environment, which you've always wanted to do, but never, never really done it, never got round to doing it. This is your time. Hold on tight to those slow and those precious moments that you've really savoured over the last few weeks with your loved ones. Think about all the enjoyment that you've had, not having to rush from one activity to the next, from one busy schedule to the next busy schedule. Try and keep that into our next stage moving forward. 
less rushing, that less chaotic approach, we can have that simplicity, which we really, really do love. So don't throw all of that away, keep tight onto it and move forward with it. Now, one thing that I've been thinking about lots in terms of provision is setting up a daydreaming space. Yes, I know this sounds a little bit woo-woo-y, um, but let me talk, talk to you about it. Let's, let's talk together, in fact. Um, so we know that when we daydream, this is really, really good for our mental health. I don't know about you, but I love daydreaming. I daydream about places I want to go, moments that I want to have with my friends and with my family. I daydream about what wildflowers I'm going to pick from my garden and put in a vase on my kitchen table. I daydream all the time, maybe a little bit too much. And so what we realize from all the science around us is that when we daydream, it raises our levels of joy, happiness and positivity. So we want to be encouraging that. We want to be trying to bring that into what we do each day. And the only way we can do that is by having less structure, having less chaos, by giving our children and ourselves that time to not be occupied with something, a time to almost be bored. So I think back to my childhood, the moments when I would daydream, it might be when I was on a beach and I didn't have lots of stuff around me, I would just stare at the waves and daydream about them. I would be thinking about the sandcastles that I could build and this is when my creativity would really flourish as well. So we need a little bit of less, less structure, less resources, less stuff to allow these lovely daydreams and creative moments to happen. So as we move into this next stage, please try not fill your day with too much. Give your children the space to daydream. Perhaps create a nook outside. I know that as we move into this next stage that we're talking about the importance of being outside and outdoor learning. And yes, let's do it. Um, there'll be lots of outdoor learning on a massive scale as well. But we need to remember to create those little nooks, those little areas that children can just sit in underneath a tree where children can lay down on the grass and stare up at the clouds because this is good for well-being and it's good for mental health. Um, so as you're redesigning and rethinking your outdoor provision, try and build in some opportunities for this. It might be that you have some miniature activities going on as well. Maybe things like a shallow tray with sand in it and shells and little mini rakes that each child has their own of. And this um, allows children to make marks, daydream, use the ther therapeuticness of the sand. It might be that you create an actual part of your indoor provision um, that's called the daydream space. It might be that you collect dandelion seed heads and fill jars with these. Have petals in jars and containers to marvel at. Have pictures of places nearby that you might go to on walks. Maybe map books of possibilities of places you might go to. Um, have photograph albums out as well. Um, so I used to have photograph albums out of things that we'd done in previous years with previous classes like our teddy bear's picnic or our walk to the park. 
And my current group of children would love looking back at these and saying, it would be so nice to go there. Miss Smith, do we get to do that? And that was dreaming of possibilities. Have things out as well, like this gorgeous book. This is one of my favorite books ever. And it's How to Be a Wallflower. And it just is such a delightful book. It's just full of gorgeous illustrations. It gives you as an adult as well that chance to dream. It has lots of lovely quotes in it. But it's great for children as well to just flick through and marvel at what they see. Um, you know, looking at the trees, thinking about these, thinking about the places they want to go to, the adventures that they want to be on. Um, and there are so many wonderful books that really do promote that curiosity and that dreaminess. So yeah, they were just a few of my ideas. You might also, um, you know, want to think about how once we are sort of away from the uh, pandemic and the risk of infection, you could even enhance this area even more with your sort of loose parts like glass beads so children can recreate experiences. Um, you might have collector's pots and curiosity pictures. But yeah, we want to design a space that really lifts not only our hearts up, but the hearts of the children, that bring them joy, that bring them hope, especially during this really tricky time. We need more of that. So yeah, they were my thoughts. We need to slow down, hold on to that slowness, be a dreamer, keep believing, and believe in hope as well, hope for the future. Okay, let's see what you've all been sharing while I've been chattering away today. It's going to go back up to the top. So, um, Nikki, you daydream about what you'll do to set up areas in your classroom and home. Yeah, it's lovely, isn't it, to just think about how our classrooms might look the way we might respond to an interest that we've seen. These are all brilliant daydreams. Um, I never knew that daydreaming was linked to well-being. Yes, I will find the research. There's quite a lot about it now and I'll share it in my stories later on today. But think about when you daydream, what sort of places do you go to to daydream? Is it a swinging chair in the garden um, under a tree? Do you just sit and listen to the hum of the bees and yeah, think about all the lovely hope and possibilities you've got? Try and recreate that. Oh, Stroopwaffle 2020, you're just like me, you live in your head. <laughs> Such a daydreamer. Um, yeah, let's imagine what we can come up with and share some of these ideas as well. Daydreaming isn't just wasting time. Daydreaming is so important. It raises our levels of happiness. So we need to allow ourselves that, um, that time to daydream and let less structure so we can do it. And yeah, I love the idea. Maybe it's part of your mindfulness space. Um, so thinking about how you could bring in other things to do with mindfulness as well. Maybe bubbles for children to just watch float away. Okay, um, yeah. Oh yeah, mirrors as well to look at things at different angles to cloud watch. Love that. Thank you, Nikki. Um, yeah, and obviously, you know, once we are sort of over the, the pandemic, I'm not sure when that's going to be, but it could be a teepee dairy that you have in your outdoor space with cushions and bunting and crates with jars of different things set up. 
Um, can I show you the book again, Lottie? I can. So it's How to Be a Wildflower. And it is an American book. It is a little bit American-y, I will admit. But it just gives you so many plants. And there's actually a workbook version of this. So you, as an adult, might want to work through some of the prompts in there. Um, I've been doing a little bit of that over the last few weeks and I've loved thinking about my favourite places to visit, favourite places to experience water, my favourite wildflowers, there's all kinds of things like that in there. Um, oh yeah, absolutely Sam Goldsworthy, it's all about starting this new chapter as a means of how you want to go um, about your life now and taking that relaxed feeling that you've been having maybe over the, over the last few weeks and bringing this into your life, holding on to that. Don't be so quick to rush back to the norm. Um, oh, Becky, your husband always refers to you as being in your own little world. <laughs> yeah, I know that feeling too. Oh, and it really is, Miss Onipi, such a beautiful book. Okay, so let me know if you develop a daydreaming spot somewhere that's just going to give us hope. Give us space to just lift our hearts and feel happier. Mm -hmm.